The Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K, presented by Tap 14. Analysis and commentary to help you get your Broncos fixed during the offseason. Subscribe on iTunes or Google Play, or listen on demand anytime in the Mile High Sports mobile app. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K Radio on Twitter. We're today on the podcast. We're going to talk over under for the Broncos. Let's get down to brass tacks, man, here. What is this Denver Broncos team going to do in 2019? And how have the offseason improvements or downgrades affected their potential win-loss total? Let's break it down. Let's go through it on the offensive side and the defensive side. But first, let's talk about our friends over there at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street. Just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Coors Field. 70 Colorado beers on tap, 100 Colorado distilled spirits. Chef Andrea Varela in that. Locally sourced, rotating seasonally fair is just tremendous. Go on over there. Check that out over there at, well, Tap 14. A lot of great stuff going on. Tap 14 on the web, tap14.com. I do want to discuss the Broncos win-loss over-under that has been set at 7, apparently. Now, I suppose you could probably look at some different sports books, but I believe most of them show the Broncos at 7. Odd Shark certainly has them at 7 as well, too. Uh, with the team that won, of course, six games last year, and and many believe this team has has improved in some way. Um, so now, where are you going, over or under? And I will go with a resounding over, because I see I see this team as just far better than seven wins. Even if you pushed it to seven and a half, I am all on board. In fact, you could almost push it to eight. And I would be willing to say yes. I think this is all of a nine-win team. I'm going to tell you for a couple reasons. First of all, if the ball bounces the way of the Broncos last year, they have eight wins. Okay, Now, I get it. That's a big if because you could say you could argue the other way as well. But that shows you that last year, under that regime, with that talent that we all know is better this year to some extent, they at least could have been if a couple things happened one way. An an eight-win team. McManus hits the field goal. Keenum hits Demarius Thomas against the Chiefs. By the way, that was against the Chiefs, the juggernaut team last year. So this, um, this Broncos team is all of talented to at least surpass the seven win mark. Now we talk about the upgrades that they've made. And maybe most importantly, again, in the coaching department from... Vic Fangio's improvement over Vance Joseph to Rich Scangarello at offensive coordinator. Look, I don't think anybody looked at Bill Musgrave and, and past coordinators and saw this dynamite potential. Ed Donatell at defensive coordinator is essentially going to be the right-hand man to Vic Fangio. We all know Vic Fangio's running the defense. And Mike Munchak at offensive line. They were going to hire Mike Munchak as head coach and yet got him as offensive line coach. There's a lot of leadership there. There's a, a arguably the best offensive line coach, many widely regarded across the country, and that's a big improvement. And then on top of that, this is not a first-time head coach that's just going about it in a way like Vance Joseph did. This is a first-time head coach that is making sure to dot all the I's, cross all the T's, and make sure that, again, that, that saying, death by inches, will not beat them. 
covering the fundamentals, and I love covering the fundamentals as a young, I say it in an inexperienced way, maybe not young the right way to say it, because, of course, Vic Fangio is now in his 60s. But the point being is, as an inexperienced head coach, at least if you cover all your bases and you are fundamentally sound, I'm all right with that. Because generally what plagues the first-time head coaches is what Vance Joseph did, is not having a team that's buying into what he's saying. And and things get very squarely, very out of control, very quickly. And there is so much natural talent on this team. From Von Miller and Bradley Chubb, that secondary with Chris Harris Jr., now newcomer, and Bryce Callahan and Kareem Jackson. I mean, there, there is a lot of talent on this team on the defensive side, but also on the offensive side. We've talked about this before on the program. This offensive team, I mean, they could have the future quarterback, future wide receiver, future running back, tight end, couple offensive line pieces moving forward for the next five, seven, ten years. So this is a team that has upgraded in several ways. Over the offseason, we've talked about the secondary, how they are just far better. It's it's not even close. They were a disaster in the secondary last year. And I think we can all, in in some aspect, say that they have upgraded in the secondary. Okay. Um, I don't know if, if you could say they have upgraded or downgraded on the defensive line because it has generally stayed the same. If you want to say that it was a downgrade from the loss of Damana Pecco, well, I could also argue that Draymond Jones could be filling that role as well, too, as an upgrade. So we'll call that a push. Linebackers, you've probably lost a little bit on linebackers. I, I think the loss of Brandon Marshall, although many believe that he was very much on the tail end of his time here, not only in real, but but on the, on the field. And we'll see how Josie Jewell steps up. But if you want to call that a downgrade, that's fine. But the tremendous upgrade of the secondary dwarfs that. And then on top of that, you have somebody who is experienced, knowledgeable, and Vic Fangio who is going to make that defense great. Make no mistake. I'm in full confidence of that. I'm willing to say that, yeah, this defense is far improved. Okay. Now we flip to the offensive side. Many believe Joe Flacco is an upgrade from Case Keenum. And I think that's very fair to say. Now, how much the upgrade is, you can debate that. Because Joe Flacco is not a tremendous upgrade. But regardless, it is an upgrade. The arrow pointed up. Running back, I think you're going to probably see very much the same. So we'll push that position. I mean, if you want to talk about the worry of injury for uh, Philip Lindsay. Look, Royce Freeman was tremendous for them at times last year as well, too. Let's not forget that. So I I, I don't want I don't want injuries to factor into this because injuries could factor into any discussion. And so they're really not worth debating. I'm gonna assume Philip Lindsay's gonna be healthy. And I'm gonna push the running back position. Although maybe you could even argue that it's an upgrade because that's one more year of experience for a bunch of very talented running backs. The wide receiver position, I think you could probably argue, is a push. Because while, yes, maybe you lost Demarius Thomas now for a full season, they did experience that without him. And we all know that Cortland Sutton is ready to blossom as a number two. 
And again, this is going off the basis that Emmanuel Sanders is going to come back healthy. That is a pretty good one-two punch. Now, it falls off from there. And I would love to see them go into potentially a free agency situation where maybe you're bringing in a veteran. But the growth of some of the young wide receivers, you got to imagine, replaces the void left by a, a Demarius Thomas that was not by any means in his prime anymore. He was on the back end. And quite frankly, you could maybe argue Demarius Thomas was a okay wide receiver without Peyton Manning. And I know that's a harsh reality, and maybe that's a discussion we'll have a little bit later in the week. But Demarius Thomas away from Peyton Manning, not the same Demarius Thomas as with Peyton Manning. Tight end, a drastic upgrade with Noah Fant. I don't even need to talk about the other tight ends. Noah Fant is a tremendous upgrade at the tight end position. Now, on offensive line, you could push every position outside of two, and that's right tackle and center. But the right side of the offensive line, look, if you want to talk about how the downgrade of center in losing Pat Parrott is, and now Connor McGovern's going to scoot over, we could also talk about the upgrades of right guard in Dalton Reisner and right tackle in Jawan James. So I don't know. I'm willing to say on the offensive line, we're probably pushed to a slight upgrade. But the point being is that Really, the only positions we've kind of talked about as a downgrade, and by all means, we have not said that they are plunging down, is maybe at linebacker. Although I think many believe Josie Jewell is going to step up and become a prime player for them. And then wide receiver, in which you could argue the tight end is going to be one of the big wide receivers because of Joe Flacco, his style, his comfort, and how he plays football. So I'm considering what we just talked about as what their downgrades are going to be for them to upgrade at the most important position in quarterback, for them to upgrade at their biggest weakness last year in the secondary. And when I say upgrade, I mean a tremendous leap forward. Their secondary is somehow now their strength. I don't know how they pulled that off in the offseason, but wow. And then on top of that is the incremental growth that every single player should see from Vic Fangio and that gain that he brings, I think is so huge for this team. And this is a Broncos team that is going to be better than last year. And again, we just talked about them couple things fall a certain couple ways in two individual plays and they're an eight win team I think this, I think this team is all of nine ten wins at the least and I get it everybody wants to look at the schedule and it's a very difficult schedule yada yada you can pick apart schedules left and right we're not going to do that today we're not going to pick apart the schedule I'm telling you what this Broncos team has at their disposal and what they can achieve based on what they did from last year and how they've either upgraded or downgraded. And I don't know how they're not better than seven wins, which is the over-under set by most of the Vegas odds makers, odd shark, at their 2019 win total. Bet the over. Now, I'm not a gambling expert, so I'd never give gambling advice. But if it's me, I'm betting the over. There's a Broncos team that's far better than seven wins 
And quite frankly, Vic Fangio alone just stepping into that head coaching role is probably going to, probably going to be enough to get the job done. But we'll see how it goes. And, and look, it should be noted that the one overlying cloud over this is Joe Flacco. Is Joe Flacco because this is a team that will go start and stop based on the quarterback, just like every other NFL team. So I guess maybe the better question is, while, yes, they're improved in so many ways, is Joe Flacco going to fall flat on his face, or is he going to be mediocre Joe Flacco again? Because if he's mediocre Joe Flacco, the team around him should be able to get him 10 wins, 9 to 10 wins. But if he, for whatever the reason why, falls flat on his face and is just a terrible quarterback, now all of a sudden you're back to that same 5-6 win team. But I'm willing to bet on this team. They're going to be far better than that. And Joe will be Joe. He will be mediocre. Mediocre to to above average. He'll have his flashes. He'll have his deep ball moments. And he'll have his poor picks. But he'll be Joe Flacco. And Joe Flacco in this offense, surrounded by this defense, that's a 9-win, 10-win team. At least in my book in 2019. So again, big thanks to our friends over there at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street. Just a terrific view of the rooftop when you're up there. Go drink a brew. Of course, one of their 70 Colorado beers on Tap 100. Colorado Distilled Spirits. A lot of great stuff. Go check it out over there at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street in that gorgeous rooftop view. Of course, big supporters of the Broncos Blitz podcast where, of course, we're always discussing and debating Well, we got rankings, breakdowns, a lot of great stuff going on in the previous podcast. So you can check that out at milehighsports.com. And, of course, the all-new Mile High Sports mobile app that's free for Apple and Android. We've got a lot of fun stuff going on with the podcast. And, of course, at milehighsports.com. As well as on Twitter, at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K, radio on Twitter. For now, that's it for the Broncos Blitz podcast. Of course, you can check out more info on the Broncos, breakdowns, player discussions, and profiles at milehighsports.com. Milehighsports.com. See y'all.